Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the uh, D-Gen Life podcast. It's your host, young Mac Germs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and Shawbone, what's up? Lucas Shaw, Pool and Spa. Holler at your boy if you need some pool service. I do yeah, it all. Yeah, you said it. You said it, folks. Yeah, and um, an exciting time. I know Jeremy loves to spell Instagram and Twitter handles, and uh, I know some of you were followed by a certain new Insta handle. So, Jeremy, why don't you spell our new Instagram? Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! Actually, I don't know it. But it's fucking Degen Life. Oh, okay. I'm just what making mean, sure. I have to double check. It. Hold on. Can we look at that real quick? I'm popping up Twitter right now. Uh, entertain the people, if it's please. There. Yeah, yeah. Entertain them. The sing and dance. Um. Yeah. Little forecast of what to come on episode three. We are going to try and introduce a new segment, so we're not just rolling through picks for the weekend. To start us off, we're going to go ahead and get into pros versus Joes. Yeah, buddy. So we're going to pick a new person we consider a pro in, in sports media who makes picks, and we're going to analyze their picks and compare them to, for today, ours, and in the future, maybe some of our friends who love to bet. So Absolutely. Okay, so by the way, I was totally looking on Twitter. I thought you referred to us having a Twitter no, Instagram. Which, which we don't. Um, but you can hit us up on Instagram. It's Life D-E-G-E-N-L-I-F-E, <laughs> underscore. Underscore. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there was update already on that. A, there was already you, a Degen Life who has zero followers and zero posts. So it might no, be one of no, your we listeners. No, we have one post. No, we have one. Guy oh, you're talking about without the underscore. Yeah, I know. It's probably one of our followers. Guess what, guys? Know. We don't I'm have much, so we'll Venmo you 25, whoever you are. Please, unmask. Oh, they have they have nothing. They just took the fucking name. Yeah. Oh, we should totally report this. We're off to a bad start with all these F-words. Sorry, Mom. Oh, God. oh, dude, whatever. Uh, Sorry, Mom. Sorry, <laughs> Chabon's Mom. Anyways, update on the Instagram. We have 19 followers. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Okay, so we're going pros versus Joes. Let's get it. Uh, we're going to start it up. Are we going to compare last week's? Is that what it is? Yeah, we're comparing our picks from last week and the pro we're starting with, um, the man, the myth, Colin Coward. Bump, butter, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, longtime uh, sports radio figure. Was originally with ESPN. Now he's been with uh, Fox. He has uh, hosts The Herd. Yeah. From How often do you watch that? I used to listen to all three hours every day, and uh, now I catch about an hour and then just bits and pieces of the show. Three hours? Dude, I was sports radio head. When I had the pool cleaning business, I bought an AM portable radio, and I would just clean pools and listen to about five hours of sports radio a day. You are you are learning a lot about my guy over here. Yeah, that's pool, why. Pool cleaning business, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Successful. It was. It was. Um... So I got a guy that I like to follow. He used to be a, a, a radio guy over here in the Bay Area for 95.7 Game. Uh, his name is John Middlecoff. Do you do you know? Have you heard him? I've heard him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's I, I like that guy. He's a little extreme, but I like him. Yeah. Good dude. No, he has a lot of. I mean, he's probably the biggest name in sports radio. So he has a lot of great guests on, and I'm gonna bring up one of his very popular guests later in the show. But let's uh, let's compare and let's contrast. Do it. Let's get it. Okay, so give us give us Coward's picks. Coward's picks from last week. He does his blazing five of the week that he comes out with every Friday where he picks his 
five favorite NFL picks. And he likes to kind of go against the grain, but he's been hot lately. Um, so he's like, he's like me. Yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> he had Chicago minus four and a half. Burn. The Raiders, which went down in flames. Uh, but he won the last four. So he took Arizona Cardinals plus three. He took the New Orleans Saints to cover. He took Minnesota minus four and a half against the Giants. And he took Green Bay at Dallas plus three and a half. So hard to argue with that. He went four and one on the week. He killed it. Um, why was I not on top of – you were, but why was I not on top of this Arizona or the Minnesota, Minnesota spread? I didn't touch more. Minnesota, but yeah, Arizona. Arizona. I mean, the Bengals are just terrible. Okay, so he went four and one. This probably wasn't a good week to do this <laughs> For little us to compare. <laughs> yeah, this probably was not a. I mean, you know, we can't always be amazing. Anyways, okay, so he killed it. Let's go over what what we got. So I gave you nine picks, listeners. I gave you guys nine picks, and uh, I went four and five. So not terrible, but obviously not a positive week. And my proudest one would have to have been the Kansas cover. That was my first sure. Uh-huh. And uh, I really, even though I didn't push it hard, I really like that Seattle money line. I wish I would have pushed it a little bit harder. Yeah, the Thursday night game last week. Yeah. And the yeah. Oh, and Jeremy, the sneaking in of that, that baseball under, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, we talked a lot of baseball. 30 seconds. Oh, 30 seconds. Of it. And Lucas, Lucas went five and three. Hey. Hey. Big spender. Two weeks in a row I've been winning, if you're just listening to my podcast. Also, so, we're including our college picks. Coward doesn't make any college picks, so... If yeah. we were just to stick to our NFL, NFL was my my spot last week. I went three for three on my main picks. I agreed with uh, Germ's pick of the Raiders, and then I hit my teaser. But college is where I struggled. I believe I went two and three in yeah. college. Yeah, we flip we flip flop. So. so we both had a um, we both had some interesting. Yeah, yeah. But but I will say this just to put this out there, like folks, remember if you're if you're doing it right which nobody really does. But if you're doing it right, you should be betting the same unit size for the same amount of money per bet. Which doesn't happen, but yeah. It doesn't happen. But I, but if you think about the concept of it, if you did that last week, you're five and three, you're positive money. Yeah. Right? But, you know, obviously it, it's, it changes yeah. per and person. But again, that's a nice trend. It's something that I, I strongly support, um, although it changes depending on the bankroll size. So again, you know, you don't want to... You know, make two fifty dollar bets if you have a hundred dollars in your account. So, no, no, you sure don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll try and do something like this each week. Uh, feature a pro, Colin Coward. He's been crushing it. Yeah, this he year. killed it. He, was he three, absolutely crushed. What's three, his season long record? I have the previous two weeks. Well, besides okay. besides the week we just covered, so I guess the last three total. But okay, four and one last week. Uh, two weeks ago, he went three and two. And then okay. uh, three weeks ago, he went 4-0-1. Oh, so he pushed a bet. So he had no loss. Dude, he is on fire. He's on fire. Yeah. And he uh, always has a few picks where I kind of cringe and don't love him, but he's been hitting. So Which one was look, that of last week? Can you – can you? what did you not like? That of last week did I not like? I don't know if it was last week as much. Um, here, let me take a look at the picks. Yeah, well, Lucas is looking at that. Uh, we are going to do our regular Thursday night um, – our Friday night, our Saturday morning and whatever on college, and then our pros on Sunday. Uh, just letting you all know, we are recording this one 
Wednesday night. It is 10:20 p.m. here on Pacific side. Yeah, I gotta I gotta wake up in like four hours. <laughs> Where are you flying to again? I'm going to Boston. Jeremy is going to Boston to scout games just for you guys next week. That's right. That's right. Two weeks ago, he took Tennessee plus three and a half at Atlanta. I'm not a big fan of Tennessee's offense, Bro, but they I, crushed Atlanta. I think that too. Oh, I yeah. I think that too. Well, there you go. They they killed them. So, okay. So okay. you got that. Okay. Well, there's our pros versus Joe's moment. That was solid. Yeah. That was fun. And we'll try and switch yeah. it up with some different segments. Week we're not week terrible. Out. No, no, we're doing good. <laughs> I and you know what? I'd love to go back and look at it week one. I know I did well week one. I think you actually won also. So yeah, I think so too. Anyways, we'll we'll keep doing this. We'll try and keep more track of it so you guys can hold us accountable. Let's go to Thursday night. Uh, that Sorry. motorcycle in the background almost sounded like it was like leading into Thursday night. I know it Ooh, felt like it was like bite. a little segue, right? <laughs> yeah, Thursday night. Um, you start because I don't love it. It's all good. Neither do I. Um, it's Patriots and the Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe. Well, let's see what this thing is. In New yeah, you got the New York Giants visiting the undefeated Patriots, one of two undefeated teams in the pros. Um, total opened at 46. It has now dropped to 41, even wow. though most people are still going on the over in terms of tickets. And then it opened at minus 14 for the Patriots, and it's moved up to minus 17, and everybody's all over the Patriots. Um, Lucas, you don't got anything, right? I mean, go ahead. I'll- here's, what, here's what I would say. Um, if you could have hopped on that under maybe a little earlier, then maybe take it. I might even still go with it just because of how it's looking. But it's moved a lot, not because of a pros versus Joes or a squares versus sharps movement, but because they're going to be missing Saquon, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, and I think all three of them already ruled out. So Daniel Jones has Golden Tate to throw to, who just came back last week. So Yeah, um, yeah I some just, steroids in his system, so maybe he can yeah. do some damage. He was trying to have a kid, bro. What? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that was like he got in trouble for fertility medicine. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, me, <laughs> me, too. me too. Yeah, me too. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't love it. Don't don't trust us if we say something on anything. But I, I, would, I might yeah, lean, uh, I might lean under. Knowing me, I'll find a prop bet to take in this game. To be fair, I would like to cover prop bets about fun bets to to take. Um, what's been killing for me lately has been the whatever the over punt total is and whatever the over longest field goal is usually set at 46, and I've been taking the overs on both. Yeah, um, we, This we might be an this. over punt total game. I, I don't love either of them. Just because the under is dropped to so low, I'd probably just throw like 20 bucks for fun on the over and see if DJ can get you know a few drives together, and I think the Giants' defense is so bad, New England's just going to do what they do. Uh, <laughs> don't touch Thursday night, folks, honestly. Oh, yeah. by the way, did you win your last punt prop bet on Monday? Yeah, that was one of the only things I won on Monday. <laughs> if, okay. if my, if, you know, tip to anyone out there, if you can just freeze your account on a Monday, there's no reason to be betting Monday. I mean, it's fun. It sets the week off, but guess what? I feel like I lose 75% of the time on Monday night, and then I'm just, I don't think, I don't the rest think of the week, I'm digging advice. myself out of the bet, hole. Bet whenever the hell you want to bet, folks. Yeah, says the bookie. It's your money. Says the bookie. That's right. Um, anyways, let's move on to Friday night. Uh, I'll go first. Go for it, man. I've got one that I like. Again, I'm not super excited about, but if I wanted to play because I'm a degenerate and I do want to play, mm-hmm. um, I like kind of both games here. Okay. So the first one at 5 o'clock our time uh, is going to be the Cavaliers of the University of Virginia versus the Canes in uh, Miami. 
It opened at a minus one Miami, even though they have a two and three record and Virginia's ranked at four and one. Um, and it has moved to minus two and a half Miami. And to me, the movement plus majority of people are on Virginia, probably because they're ranked and their record. Um, but again, that movement to me, I might lean with the favorite, which is crazy. And it's only a field goal. So you'd be taking Miami at home. That's right. Miami at home minus two and a half. I, I, I'd be down to ride that. Uh, yeah, this is one of those one of those games. Uh, Miami's starting quarterback for the whole season. Jerron Williams started the game out with three picks in like the first three drives. Ouch. And they put in their backup who started as their third string, but they moved their backup to slot receiver. So their third string quarterback came in and looked good. And I think they almost came back and won the game. But this is one of those games where if I was the head coach of Virginia, I would literally tell my team like, Hey guys, the freaking media is favoring Miami minus two at home. You guys are the 20th ranked team in the country and have looked great this year. Their only losses come to Notre Dame, who they played oh, tough wow. through the first half. Yeah, it was solid. a top ten team. I, I, I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet Miami. I, if anything, okay. I would just for fun, like a small bet, um, would be. Yeah, exactly. 20, That's exactly how I feel about it. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a whole lot on it. Cool. Do you have any feelings uh, on the next game that same night, Oregon? I like uh, the next game more, and I don't know if it's more just to redeem myself from last Friday night and how angry I was. Uh, I took UCF Cincinnati Cincinnati thank you and over last week and there was about five field goals made and like four turnovers in the red zone it looked like it was maybe gonna hit overtime and I thought I was gonna get lucky in overtime and hit an over but I'm taking Colorado Oregon over Oregon's favored by 21 which is a lot Colorado has a fast-paced offense um, so I'm hoping they can put some some touchdowns up on the board and they give up a lot of points Got it. It seems like they've been giving up like almost like thirty game or thirty points a game on average. So got it. Well, almost two thousand people um, agree with agree with you. Cool. Thanks, Pete. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, (laughs) I mean, if I were to lean again, the same thing I feel about this Miami game is that even though the spread is massive, it's moved from 19 and a half to 21 in favor of Oregon. And most people are betting on Colorado. So from my sources, if I leaned, I'd go Oregon. But again, I'm not really touching these two games. The only reason you touch them is because you're degenerate and you can't help hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah. Checking out the numbers for you guys. They haven't given up less than 30 points a game, Colorado. Got it. Oh so, yeah. I'm, t- I'm taking the over as, which is a uh, 58 and a half right now. Cool. Uh, Let's move to Saturday. Let's do it. You want to start or you want me to go? Um, You start. Okay. I'm just going to go right into the lion's den. Number one, Bama, (laughs) taking a trip, Texas A&M. I don't love it, but I would definitely bet it. Uh, 75% of people or tickets over on Bama. Um, and most people are actually, or the money's shading towards Texas A&M, which is why it's got a, only a half a point difference. So 17 and a half to 17 big spread. I think these teams can play each other pretty well. So I would, I would mess with the plus 17 on Texas A&M. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I don't love it. I'm not going to, I didn't write this one down, but it's, you know, it's in, it's at Texas A&M. So you got the whole 12th man vibe going. It's always a good ap- atmosphere. As long as they can kind of contain Tua and those those receivers, then you might have yourself a ball game. Here we go. Yeah. Okay, what do you, you got something for us? Yeah, I wrote down South Carolina plus 24 on the road at Georgia. 
Uh, I was impressed at how South Carolina looked against Alabama when they were at Alabama. They played them tough in the first half. Uh, things kind of got away from there in the second half. But, you know, I think that 24 is too big of a number, and Georgia's been kind of off and on in terms of... That's a that's a big number. That's a big number, yeah, for an SEC, you know, kind of rivalry. And, but a lot of people are on uh, on SC. On South Carolina? Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, again, thanks, thanks to uh, my supporters. Cool. They must be listening Play, to the dude. podcast. And kind Maybe of the, uh, the chalk wins this week, bro. Yeah, okay. Quick, I like that. I'm, I'm coming with you. Uh, this is my for sure pick of the week. For sure. So I'm just dropping oh, shit. it now. Here we go. And I kind of said earlier how I wanted to refer back to this, but my favorite guest of Colin Cowards, who I trust more than anything, especially when it comes to college picks, is none other than Mr. Joel Klatt. Uh, he was a quarterback for University of Colorado back in the day. He has been a you know college football analyst and uh, broadcaster for a while now, and he comes on and he does either Wednesdays or Thursdays. He is does about 15 minutes on Coward Show, and they don't always get along, so it's pretty entertaining if you want to check out some YouTube clips of that. But he does an almost upset of the week, and today he made a straight just straight confident pick. So I'm I'm with him 100%. Long story short. Texas is at home against Oklahoma, the Red River rivalry. Um, always a close game. Texas's head coach, Tom Herman, has something about him that he just plays well against Oklahoma. Even when he was the head coach at Houston about five or six years ago, they beat Oklahoma. Nice. Um, the spread's 11. Yeah, Oklahoma favored by 11 at Texas. Uh, Texas is 4-1. and one. They have a veteran quarterback for sure of the week. I got Texas at home plus 11 for sure mm. yeah mm. texas has only lost listen to it one touchdown against lsu who is arguably the best team in the country i mean they're just blowing people out right now yeah so for is, sure am, plus am, 11 am, bam am i reading this right the total is at 74 and a half yeah you are <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ yeah. uh what was the opening total for that one i mean the you opening spread I didn't see it till today so i got it at 11 so i saw it at okay 11. i'm not worried about it then yeah. okay let's move on Okay, go, go um, that's your for sure, by the way, right? That's my for sure of the week. Ooh, boy. Yeah, buddy. Okay, um, I am going to go ahead, and I believe I'm going to make this. Nope, I'm not going to make this my for sure. But I really like this Penn State versus Iowa game. Uh, undefeated Penn State making their way into Iowa. Um, two ranked teams. Small spread here. It started and opened up at minus two and a half for Penn State. And it has moved to minus three and a half towards Penn State. Um, but most people are on Iowa. And the money is obviously showing that there's a little bit of movement towards Penn State. Wow. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I missed this game. I'm with you. I like Penn State, too. Um, nice. I don't know if you guys remember. Iowa is the team that upset Penn State's hopes at an undefeated season a couple of years ago. Saquon Barkley and Trace McSorley at quarterback. It was McSorley. Also McSorley. It was also at Iowa, and uh, they intercepted Penn State in the end zone to, to, to finish the game. Damn. Maybe Penn State's probably on a little bit of a revenge tour here. I'm not too impressed with Iowa. And, uh, yeah, man, I like Penn State on the road to cover. Good call. Cool. Thanks. Wow. Finally. Wow. Uh, support. Hey, so I'm going to just go to the next game I see here, yep. and I think you I think you might like this one. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Uh, USC at Notre Dame. Are, are you going to hit me with? 
What are you? I'm gonna. With? I'm not gonna hit you with anything. I want to see how you feel about it. The spread's at minus ten and a half. Minus ten and a half. Uh, it looked like a lot when I first looked at it. My initial thought was USC, and I almost wrote it down plus ten and a half. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, like first glance, and maybe I shouldn't. Should just trust. We should trust our guts. I. Yeah. I got a little scared and didn't write it down though. Okay. I. I'm just gonna throw that out there as a nice, nice little like like sugar cookie. You know. <laughs> Okay. Like you eat it if you're feeling good, but don't. Yeah, hey, don't if you're up on the week, if you're up yeah. on Saturday after our for sures, then go ahead and drop drop a little dough on. Uh, I didn't give a for sure yet, dude. Oh well, hey, there you go. Yeah, speak, I've speak got for a yourself. few. I've got two more. Um, okay. Going back to my boy, my boy Joel Clatt. He hit us with the Texas thinks 11's way too big with spread. His almost upset of the week was Texas Tech on the road against Baylor, also plus 11. So we got a couple okay. plus 11s. Texas Tech ruined one of my bets last week when they um, pretty much dominated Oklahoma State. Baylor, similar type of offense as Oklahoma State. I'm hoping Texas Tech can kind of keep it close. Their defense looks pretty solid. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I got one more. You know, one of my covers last week was Wisconsin, even though I don't think we counted that for me. Jeremy and I, uh, you know, that was a little heads up. Wisconsin crushed Kent State. I think it was like 48 to nothing. Um, Wisconsin is at home again. Obviously, that high-powered rushing offense. Uh, quarterback is, I believe, I don't know if he's a true freshman or a redshirt freshman, Jack Cohen. Uh, Michigan State just got crushed by Ohio State at home, but Ohio State, Ohio State is scary, man. They have yeah. some fields, probably the best dual threat. That's tough to say when you got Trevor Lawrence over in Clemson, but no, seriously, they were they were one A, one B coming out of high school the same same year a couple years ago, and they're just high-powered spread offense throwing the ball. Wisconsin's the complete opposite, and Michigan State has a great run defense. So it's in Wisconsin, but it's Michigan State plus 10.5. I actually like Michigan State in the points. I think Wisconsin wins, but I think it's a close game. I can dig it. I'm not I'm not really like 100% on it, but I can dig that one. Thanks, man. All right. You ready? You ready? You're for sure. I'm nervous about you it, ready? but yeah. Chills. Give me a little drum roll here. Chills. I, give me a little drum roll. I'll just give you a little like golf clap slash whatever you think this noise sounds okay, like. Okay, stop. That's all good. Okay, so uh, I love these. I love the late games, man. By the way, last week's late game, the UNLV, yeah. I lost by half a point. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Half a point. Not going to happen this week. Okay, here we go. Uh, Hawaii visiting Boise State. Uh, Boise State, man, they do this every freaking year. Um, but they're undefeated. They're ranked. We all know they're not that good. But uh, Hawaii seems to play them tough every time, it feels like. Okay. Um, opened up at minus 13 for Boise State. Uh-huh. Just dropped a whole point. And uh, most most bets over on uh, Boise State, but the money's over on Hawaii to cover for that pretty semi-big spread. It's in Boise? In Boise with the blue field. I wonder what that weather's looking like. Yeah, I can it's check one of those for you. games. You got the the warm weather of Hawaii, and all of a sudden it's like the first snow of of Boise, Idaho. And, Do you think that uh, makes a huge difference? I don't know. You know what I love? I love Hawaii's quarterback. You got some white it? guy from Central Cal- Central California with uh, dreadlocks, blonde dreadlocks. Nice. That's just classic Hawaii style. They just got a gunslinger out there. Reminds me of a dude off that show, Last Chance You, Malik something. Oh, man. Um, I've only seen one season of Last Chance You. It's kind of crazy. Don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's a little dramatic. Well, that's my first sure, folks. Pick Hawaii with a plus 12. You're, you love that just betting against Boise at night, huh? I do. I do. It's yeah. going to pull off one of these days. Yeah. Uh, 
Let's get into NFL. Let's get into. Yeah, let's NFL. Go. this is where I, I've got some money fun. makers. I really, I really like that Saturday. I'm, I'm I love, feeling I love strong about pro football. Oh yeah, this week. you are. Well, good. You start us off because I have no clue. All right, folks. I've got a shit ton, and I'm going to give you all of them, by the way, because I feel good about them. I got Houston walking in to face the Chiefs. Houston, by the way, looked fucking stellar after we thought they played like shit two weeks ago. Okay. They opened up at minus eight and a half, which I think was like a really early line. And I think a little bit of the whole Mahomes ankle injury thing might play into the line here. Um, but I think they're getting Tyreek Hill back this week. He's supposed maybe. to set to practice tomorrow. Got it. So I guess they'll see how his, uh, what's his collarbone? Is that what it was? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, the total is now at minus four. Um, so I'm leaning Houston on this one. I think they cover, especially with the way that Indy played against Casey last week. Yeah, that was an interesting game. I mean, Indy just kind of let their hogs kind of set the tone and they just ran all over them. I don't, yeah. Texans are just so off and on for me. But yeah, I wouldn't, I'm not mad at Texans. You know, plus four and a half, plus four. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm not strong about it, but I like it. You got something or I can keep going? Yeah, I, I'm i checking out the Seahawks-Browns right now. I mean, you got yeah, Browns. Yeah, that's where I was going next. Short week for the Browns. It's kind of a redemption game. I feel like they're a good redemption type of team. I like the under. Okay. You know, if you can get into that prop bet, take, the, take over punts in this game. You know, I bet it would be somewhere around like eight and a half. Uh <laughs> I, I like the under 46 and a half. Got it. Okay. Solid. I wouldn't touch it. It's, <laughs> it's moved a little bit, and a lot of people are going under, so you know me. I'd probably go the other way. Yeah, I mean, you um, just have the Browns O-line, who's just been so bad. Uh, Baker, I, Baker's I, not the same quarterback with all this pressure no. on his face. I think he's super accurate, you know, if he has time to throw. And then I just don't think the Seahawks offense is da- as dangerous as, I don't know, you got Brian Schottenheimer versus Kyle Shanahan in terms of uh, calling plays for Niners, Seahawks. And uh, I, Schottenheimer's just a more boring play caller than Shanahan. So Absolutely. Do you remember when the Cleveland Browns had, like, the best offensive line in football for, like, the longest time? Yeah, they had the best offensive tackle, Joe Thomas, and just – yeah. But like they, their their whole line was just like ridiculous. But they just not did not have. They a didn't have anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, on that Seattle game, I actually love again. I'm gonna ride that Seattle money line. Okay. Um, I get the redemption game thing, but uh, I think Seattle's freaking amazing. Honestly, Russell Wilson like is a serious MVP candidate for sure. For sure. Um, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's not my for sure of the week, but I would go since the spread's pretty small and it's in the favor. It moved from Cle- uh, Cleveland being favored to Seattle. I would go to Seattle money line here. You'll probably get it at about 120, 130, something like that. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, I like it. Um, I feel like we have to touch on this game. I'm honestly more excited for this game than I am potentially any other NFL. Uh, I don't know. You know, living up here, Niners Rams looks kind of fun. Oh, don't get there yet. Dolphins, Redskins. Oh, God. Redskins 0-5 just fired their head coach. Against, obviously, everyone knows about the Miami Dolphins and their woes. Uh, this one's too fun. It's two of the worst NFL teams I think the NFL has seen in a really long time. Granted, the Browns over the past you know decade, but yeah, I actually don't even have opinions on it. I just thought we had to bring it up. I'm just going to try and just give you off the top of my head. It's Redskins <laughs> minus 3.5 on the road at Miami. Miami's coming off a bye. Redskins just fired their head coach. I'm going to take Miami money line. Not oh, very, not very much. Just, just for fun. Cause it's such a shitty game. 
Honestly, I would do that. I would do that. Yeah, you just fire your head coach. I mean, well, and, like a, and coming off a bye, yeah. I think they might be a little better. They're more they fresh. They didn't look terrible first half against Cowboys or first half against the Chargers. Yeah, well, and then also Rosen, I mean, I don't know if this makes a big difference, but he's been declared the starter for the rest of the year. It might give him a little bit more confidence. Yeah, I was a big Rosen guy ever since he came out of high school. Yeah. I thought he was arguably the best quarterback in the draft, and he kind of got looked over and then screwed over with the whole Kyler Murray thing. So I'm big time. hoping big Rosen's time. progressing. And, yeah, I'm going Miami money line, but not, not too much money. That's just for fun, man. That's, that's just for that's fun. That's too fun, yeah. Okay, uh, let me give you another one. Um, we're moving on to... Jacksonville, uh, New Orleans is taking a trip down there. Mm-hmm. Um, spread is at minus one For the in Jags. favor of the Jags. Yeah, it's kind of surprising. Uh, it is. And here's the other surprising part about it is that it's almost got 4,000 bets on it, but 75% of those 4,000 bets are leaning towards New Orleans. Yeah. Um, but the line hasn't moved. And so um, I'm thinking Jacksonville can shut down Teddy B and the rest of them Houdat Nation. Yeah. And uh, I would take Jacksonville and just to get better odds and better money because a minus one doesn't do any, or yeah doesn't do anything for me. I just go money line. Yeah, I mean you might as well go money line if you're going Jags. I almost don't want to touch New Orleans just because I'm rooting for Gardner Minshew because the whole Minshew mania just is we love Minshew. Too good. I mean Minshew's stats too. Look at nine nine TDs only one pick and he's been playing since halfway through week one. He had a pretty bad fumble last week. He, yeah, the one of them was bad. One of them he got rolled up on by his offensive lineman who was getting yeah. rushed. Honestly, I, I I love the Saints defense. I think the Saints have a great secondary. I don't know. I wouldn't touch it. Uh, what's this over under looking like? It 44. jumped up half a point. It's at forty four now. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to touch it. But hey, take it, Jerm. Cool. Okay, let's move to the. I think this is one of the best games of the week. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, Washington, Miami. Just kidding. Just yeah, kidding. right. <laughs> no, we got um, we got undefeated San Francisco Forty uh, ers making their way into L.A. against the Rams. Okay. Um, I'm all over this. I'm excited uh, to watch it. I don't. Oh my god, this is going to be a great game, man. Yeah, this is going to be amazing. Um, so minus five and a half opened up for L.A. It is now jumped down two points in favor of San Francisco to a minus three and a half. Folks, go get the three and a half for the 49ers right now. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. Get that. Like that is, I'm, I think I'm calling it right here, folks. Look, the 49ers haven't played a team that's really great yet. Uh, They turned the ball over way too much against the Steelers and almost lost. But that, that D line is real. Dude. The D line is real. Those four, those four. Yeah. Are sick. So I think, I think the Rams are, going to try and do what the Rams did last year and try and just pound the ball with Gurley and try and set yeah. up their play action. Um, yeah. 49ers, you know, DBs are, are their one weak spot of their defense. But, yeah, three and a half points for the 4-0 49ers. Uh, take it. Yeah, and then obviously, like, the Michael McGlinchey thing, obviously it doesn't change numbers in terms of a spread. That's their, what, left tackle? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's a pretty big blow to a guy that already is under a solid amount of pressure in, in regards to Jimmy Garoppolo. But again, I'm not worried about it. I'll take the three and a half. I like it. Yeah. The battle, battle of the boy geniuses with uh, Shanahan and McVay. Yeah. So, okay. You got something for us? I don't really, to be honest with you. I, I got really you. I got plenty more. Here we oh, go, man. You ready? Yeah. Uh, I'm sticking on the Arizona train here, baby. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, started at minus two and a half in favor of Atlanta, even though the game is in Arizona, it's okay. shaved down half a point. Um, but on top of that, 
you know, along with the movement, I just think Atlanta is terrible. Yeah, why is Atlanta so bad? I don't, I don't get it. And their coach, who's that? What's his name again? Yeah, Baldy. I don't know. He's probably uh, on the he hot seat, be, but he, he was the D coordinator for the Seahawks, the Seahawks back when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, uh, Quinn. Yeah, Dan Quinn. Good call. Dan Quinn. There we go. Um, yeah, I just don't see it. I don't know. And Kyler looked pretty freaking solid. And here's my thing now, and just in reference to fantasy and making bets, Arizona plays a crappy team. They probably got a chance. Yeah, here's my thing. Uh, the Falcons, they're giving up a lot of points a game. Uh, the over is at 51.5, which seems pretty high. But la- listen to the last last couple games. Gave up 53 against the Texans, 24 against the lowly Titans offense. 27 against the Colts, uh, only 20 against the Eagles. That was surprising. And 28 against the Vikings. I like the over. That's, I'm just yeah, it's, ju- it's jumped like big time. I think it's going to be yeah, four somewhere and a half, in the high Four 20s. and a half points. Yeah, that makes sense. So There's if I were to take it, I'd take the over. With that. That's weird. Uh, it's, I mean, it's okay. an indoor game, and both teams don't have a great defense. So. Okay. I got another one for you. Here we go. Okay. Uh, the New York Jets at home. Uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, they're winless, but I do think your boy, Mr. Mono, uh, Sam Darnold, is coming back. Okay, so, yeah, I think that line's actually dropped. I think Dallas it has. Like, so it, what, at nine or eight and a half? So it started at minus nine Dallas, and now it's at a minus seven. And even though he's coming back, if he, let's just say he comes back, and I think part of the line movement is because of the news that he's practicing. Yeah. Um, but let's just say he comes back and plays, and he hasn't played, what, in a couple weeks? Mm-hmm. I just still think a, a touchdown, and Dallas's defense has just not looked that good. Um, but, again, most people are on Dallas. I see it, the recency bias. They play well. But, uh, yeah, I like I like Darnold to cover if he plays. So you got to make sure he's definitely playing this week, but I will take the plus seven there. Well, there was rumors that he was playing last week, and he didn't. So he's been practicing all week. It's pretty sure he's going to play. Um, so he's close. I'm not mad at it. I believe Coward said he liked this one, even though he hasn't come out with his Blaze in five yet. Uh, but he's Got always it. been kind of a Darnold, a Darnold supporter. I have Got a couple it. more maybes. So I'm just going to drop him in real quick. I'm not super drop confident. Him. The Chargers have looked you know, pretty crappy, but the Steelers are down to their third-string free agent quarterback out of Samford. It's in L.A., granted, Oh, that just pains me to say it. Christ. Uh, yeah, you just said it. Yeah, you know, San Diego Chargers. Go Chargers, go. I think last time it was in it was in L.A., there was tons of yellow and black Steelers supporters. It's Absolutely. Chargers minus six and a half. I just don't think the Steelers' offense is going to be able to do much, even though I do love the Steelers' defense. If anything, um, I'd put a little bit on Chargers minus six and a half, and I'd probably drop some on the under, which is only 41 and a half. But I think it's going to be a pretty low-scoring game. I think Chargers maybe I, seventeen to six. I'm coming in hot. Okay, let's hear it. First sure of the week. <laughs> Chargers Steelers under forty-one and a half. Oh, you love it, huh? Okay. I love it. I, didn't I love it. I, I agree with everything you just said, and I think Pittsburgh's defense does actually finally looks good, which sucks because. If they were at all good in the past few years, they might have went far in the playoffs. Um, and then Chargers kind of look out of sorts, and they are missing seven starters on both sides of the ball. Five of them are pro bowlers last year. Who are we talking about? Drop some names. Uh, Pouncey just went on IR. Okay. Uh, Hunter Henry is out. He was not a pro bowler. But Derwin James is still out. Oh. Adrian Phillips is out. 
And I can't right, yeah, remember the other for a couple of weeks. Hour, Jesus, no, not hour. I'm not a Charger supporter anymore. He the is, he is. Look at that. Still, he still no, believes it. I don't it. even follow them. They're, they're never on TV. It's great, and their offense is so bad. They're not even on red zone. When you're not even go, showing up on red zone, terrible. Except for Austin Eckler fumbling into the end zone. Um, Fifteen catches from the guy. Though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow. This is unheard of, unheard of on the Gen Life podcast. I'm following Jeremy for sure of the week. Steelers oh shit, we doubled down. I realized I didn't have one, and uh, I love it. Yeah. For sure. Damn, double down for sure. Oh, wow. Okay. People might throw their whole life savings on this game. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Um, I, got, I got two more for you for the last. I mean, I feel like we yeah, covered every game, so but I, okay. I really yeah. like them. Yeah. Hey. Um, I like Denver Moneyline. Started at minus one. Uh, it's moved to minus two, even though most people are on Tennessee. Okay. I think it's going to be an ugly game. Um, yeah, for weather's probably not going to be too good. Denver just got some snow the other day. Um, so I'm I'm digging the money line. I mean, you could even go with the minus two. Obviously, it's pretty close. But I feel like it might be a close game, which is why I would sneak in money line. Yeah. I, I didn't look at it. But uh, Mariota in the snow, you know, I'm not going to trust him throwing the ball. And uh, nope. even though I think Chubb went out, Bradley Chubb went out for the Broncos last week, but that D-line is still ridiculous. So Let me see if I can get a weather update on this game real quick. Give me just one second. Yeah. Not seeing anything. Cool. That's kind of it for the week. Uh, Monday night you got Lions at Green Bay. It's Detroit plus four. Uh, Detroit's – they had a bye last week, right? Yeah. Detroit's coming off a bye. So I'm actually going to – Yeah. Just for fun, because I pretend to be a little bit of a Lions fan because of uh, Point Loma alum, my buddy, Jamal Agnew. Watch out. Agnew. Look for him on special teams. I, mean, I would take Lions plus four, but just drop a little bit, though. He's a baller. He's, he is a savage, man. He's a baller. Um, um, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm leaning pretty hardcore Detroit plus four. Yeah, I like it. I love that. I love it. Yeah. I think it's going to be a close game. Down I, the think, wire. I think on Johnson might just run it down that Packers defense. Yeah, let's hope so. I mean, if anyone's going to sling the ball around, it's going to be Stafford. And uh, the Packers had a tough time with Wentz throwing the ball downfield. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Nice. So should we go quick summary here? Oh, there's too many games, bro. We're I can do it fast. Minutes. I can do it fast. Okay. I want. know what I had. I'm just going to throw out my for sure's of the week. But go for okay, it. throw your for sure. Well, I'll give him. I'll give you my eyes real quick. Okay, so I'm liking te- Texas A&M plus the points. Mm-hmm. I like Penn State minus uh, three and a half. My for sure in college is going to be the Hawaii uh, plus twelve against Boise. And um, if you want to throw a little grass on some uh, Miami minus two and a half, I'm going that way. Lucas, what'd you have for college? Yeah, my for sure of the week was uh, following my boy Joel Klatt after Coward this morning. I got Texas right. plus eleven at home against Oklahoma. Uh, I think that's going to be close game. Big rivalry games, always close. Um, I like Jeremy's Penn State pick. I also am going to follow Clat and take uh, Texas Tech plus 11 on the road at Baylor. And nice. I had some other picks, but I'm not going to get too into them. Okay, uh, NFL, just to recap real quick, I got Houston plus the points, uh, Seattle and Jacksonville money lines, uh, SF plus three and a half. We got Arizona plus two, Jets plus seven. And you can hold these, hold me accountable for all of these, by the way, folks. Yeah. Uh, we got Denver points or money line, I'd lean money line, uh, Detroit plus four, and the Lucas and Germ Especial double down for sure of the week. Pittsburgh. Chargers. San Diego Superchargers Thank under. You. That felt better. Um, it, did. it sounded smooth, <laughs> didn't it? It did. Um, 
Yeah. Other than that, for me with NFL, I got my uh, game of the week. Josh Rosen is going to establish himself and <laughs> Dolphins as not the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, that's it. good. Love that's it. Good. Um, Do we want to touch on some baseball just really fast? I don't even know what's coming up. We have, well, well, we okay. have throws tomorrow night, uh, game five against the Rays at, at Houston. Yeah, so well, what a game tonight, by the way. Yeah, it was insane. We Dodgers can't that. get it done. Oh, my God. How great was that? Um, Natitude, baby. Washington Nationals. They get rid of Bryce have a, Harper. Haven't won a National League division series, and here they are advancing into the I, NLCS. I have a soft spot. I have a soft spot for the Nats because uh, on my fantasy team, which I had won this year, by the way, um, I had three Nationals pitchers. I had Bad Max, I had Strasburg, and I had Corbin. So they carried you to your uh, your title, dude. Carried me. Um, tomorrow we get. Tampa Bay in Houston, Glass now, who's been stretched out a little bit. He's going against Garrett Cole. Um, honestly, Garrett Cole. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of like the run line for Houston here. Oh yeah. Yeah. So run lines are always going to be uh, for the whole game minus one and a half. Your odds are still not going to be amazing because it's Garrett Cole and the money line is at about a minus two sixty right now. Yep. But. You're literally talking about one of the best Cy Young pitchers that we've seen in the past. I don't even know how many years. Garrett Cole is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I th- I think Houston closes it out tomorrow pretty easily, and I think they cover that run line no problem. So. Yeah, Rays have surprised a lot of people and uh, made this a series, and I think Houston's going to have one of those games where they just they just kind of flip the switch and it's well, they, show them, quick. they show them why they're they're Houston yeah, right exactly H Town shout out the Rockets let's go. Can we not? Can right we not? Corner. Let's not. Oh, man, basketball is going to be good. Okay, I'll tell Actually, we're at 45 minutes, but I'm going to wrap it up with a quick Whoa. story. I don't even think I told you this. I'm at Orange Theory last Friday. We're going into the last class of the night at 620, and a name pops up on the list, and it's uh, Frank Vogel. And I'm like, oh, what a funny coincidence. The uh, ex-coach of the Pacers, now coach of the Kings, which I was wrong about, but I'll get into that. And... Um, Sure enough, five minutes later, Frank Vogel actually walks in the studio, and I'm like, oh, shit. Reach out my hand, like, hey, what's up, man? Nice to meet you. Big sports fan. Didn't, didn't you know, drool too much. Let him go take his class. I'm like, I got to gotta try and talk to him. Maybe we'll secretly become best friends, and he'll come on to Gen Life Podcast. But sure. I'm talking to him after class, and my stupid ass thinks he's the head coach of the Kings. Now, <laughs> and I'm just like... I'm just like, yo, man. I was like, yeah, you know, this and that. You know, how's looking forward to the season? How's the adjustment going from to living in Indiana now in Sacramento? Like, how's it still hot up in Sacramento? I have like a oh, full on conversation with him about Sacramento, and then he finally drops it. He's like, I'm, I'm in Los Angeles. Oh like, my oh. god, you felt like an idiot. I was like, and here I just said like, oh yeah, I work in sports radio. Yeah, like shit. This fan. guy doesn't know what the Granted, fuck he's talking about. I knew who he was. At least you know, for no, not too many people are gonna be like, oh, Frank Vogel. But, yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I saw that, actually, because a coach had posted that. I, as well, work at Orange Theory. And, uh, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, oh, shit, Frank Vogel. But, I mean, if you knew anything at all, you'd know that the Lakers were he was with the Lakers. there for a preseason game yeah. against the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, wasn't my finest moment, okay? <laughs> it's all good. Honestly, how many? what's the over-under on Vogel getting fired midway through the season? Like, how many games does he make it through? Oh, that team's too good for him to get fired. He's gonna make you it sure? season. Yeah, I dropped some dough on that. He's you making, sure they don't? You sure they don't uh, lose like a like a two like a three to four game skid and LeBron starts calling out Vogel? No way. I think they gotta let him last the season. 
I, I mean, you never know. Right, Just I saying, start when you got this. when you go got bed. GM LeBron, go he does whatever he go wants. Bed. This is at 48 minutes. I got to start editing. It's I'm it's all good. All right, uh, folks. Thanks for hanging out with us. Follow us on late Instagram. Night. I just uh, follow us on Instagram. We will have our art hopefully up soon. And uh, good luck this week being some degenerates. Go make some money. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Yeah.